So, yes, this is J Tim's. You never had J Tim's. I've never had which J Tim's. Which is something I'm very which I feel, happy about. I, I feel weird about that because I've been told by everybody that it's like the best wings, and I love wings. So mm-hmm. this is my stance on J Tim's. J Tim's so has the best quality. Okay. of like overall experience i don't think they have the best sauce okay. i just think they i don't even think they have the best physical wing i personally think those are the two ingredients and in buffalo wings <laughs> right but well, let me tell you something these are dirt style wings okay gotcha. so dirt style wings are when they they bread it they flour it they deep fry it they toss it in sauce mm-hmm. and then and do then all that all again. over again yeah, and then they yeah. bread it oh, and then they yes. fry it and they yeah so it's sauced fried within sauce and skin fried with like yeah it's awesome so we'll let the guest we'll uh, let uh wise guy of the slip angle go ahead and choose his wings first so take as many as you want (coughs) i'm only gonna have like one Mm. and i'm gonna apologize off the bat to everybody for any coughs you hear throughout tonight because i am recovering from injury only one yeah i'll take one one's good for right now you can take as many as you want. so dubs do you think that um that maybe you're not the biggest fan of J Tim's because maybe they appeal to the masses and maybe you just expect like or you like very extreme hotness. Well, I do like so. So for those wondering why we're eating on a, on a podcast episode, uh, we're go- starting a segment tonight. And our guest for this segment is uh, wise guy of the slip angle. If you didn't hear me before, um, we're going over and reviewing wings of the state and hopefully the spiciest wings a place has to offer just so we can go through the enjoyment of the suffering of hot wings. But uh, I think I don't like J Tim's because I'm used to sliders. Okay. And I think sliders personally has the best overall quality of a wing. I think they have not the best sauce, but pretty high sauces up there. You can start eating if you want. Yeah, I'm going to take a, a bite <laughs> while you're talking. Yeah, go ahead. I could talk yeah. to you guys, too. Uh, just don't chew directly into the mic, but... What? <laughs> more, oh, fuck you. Um, so, I think J. Tim's is really up there, like I said, with the overall quality of the experience of the wing, but I don't think they have the best physical chicken wing like of a, of a chicken. I think mm-hmm. Sliders does. I think TK's Bar and Grill and Danbury has the best sauces. They have over 48 sauces. I think they have the best sauces, but I think overall, when you have to combine the two to be like... If I got to partner the quality of experience of a wing, I think J. Tim's is pretty high up there. Okay. So uh, that's what I would say. Um, I did not get introduced to J. Tim's until I got into the area. So I didn't get into J. Tim's until maybe five years ago. Okay. So my entire life up until then was just all TKs, all sliders, unfortunately, Buffalo Wild Wings, shit like that. But <laughs> All right. I so, got one down. You can go now. Okay. Keep going. <laughs> So I've just found out that this segment needs a third guest because I was just out of commission for like 45 minutes mm-hmm. while I was eating. That is really good, though. Reviews? The, huh? Thoughts? <laughs> um, I liked it. That's the hottest one they had. It's like hot. Like right. on a scale of like mild, medium, hot. <laughs> All right. Never mind. There it is. <clears throat> it's in the throat. Um. Okay, it's a little hotter than hot. I would call it pretty hot on the hot scale. Really? Mild, medium, hot, pretty hot, very hot, extremely hot. This is too hot. That would be pretty hot. See, to me, this is like just hitting spicy. So, Wise Guy's not a big spice fan, so we went with J. Tim's for A, it's five minutes from my house, and B, it's uh, not the hottest wing in the immediate area, mm. but they still have a hot wing. Mm-hmm. So this is their hot wing. So what do you think overall, besides the spice? 
the the dirtiness of it was really good. I, like you could tell that this was like an extra fried wing, um, mm-hmm. and it was very, super very super tender, which I like because every once in a while you get one of those like really crispy like chewy wings that you have to like gnaw at the bone to get it all off. This I did. I first of all swear by flats. I can't do drumsticks. Why all flats? They're first of all, so, why? I don't know. They're so tasty. <clears throat> I think it's just because they're, like, surrounded by bone. They always seem to come out more tender. You don't have those big, nasty chunks of chartilage that you have to, like, mm-hmm. fight with. Um, I, I agree with you there. And um, with flats, you could just rip it in half and then, like, Scooby-Doo style each half a bone. I also think because they're thinner, <clears throat> the skin gets crispier yeah. because it's not as much meat from the bone. Yeah. So the temp- internal temperature rises faster. Yeah. That's what I think. I don't know. I always just have a better time with flats. That was really good. It was super tender, by the way. Did I say that? Yeah, it fell right off the bone. Yeah. Like that. So what is J. Tim's rate for you as quality of overall wing? So we, I, you and me have talked about how I, my girlfriend can't go out to eat with me because she's all about like food and like critiquing it and getting really like deep and like down into the like, this, oh, this is really, oh, it's got a little bit of cumin and stuff where I'm just, that was good. So it's good. On a scale of not good to good, it's good. Well, we need a scale because we're going to be going through a whole bunch of wings. Okay. Um, so how about this? I'll go for Or actually, no. Let's get Wiser. Well, Wiser, you've had J. Tim's all the time. I've had J. Timothy's. All the time. I, I so. haven't gotten their, their hottest wings. I'm always like kind of nervous to go that route. This is their quote-unquote hottest wing. That's their hottest wing. It really wasn't as hot as I was expecting. Right? It's like yep. tangy. It's like, ooh, this is hot. But mm. it's not like, oh, my God, it's hot. Yeah, I That's mean, like the right amount of hot for me. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I wouldn't want to go much hotter than that. Oh, uh, my boy. lips are kind of burning right now a little bit, but, but it's enough to but, keep you going, right? Yeah, no, it, right? I don't. Yeah, I don't. I didn't regret that at all. That was actually really good. I, I would have another one. So yeah. <laughs> it's a nice there, little there, tingle. There are others. Yeah. Uh, on a scale of one to ten, where do you rate J Ten Wings? Uh, that was that was an eight. I was eight. gonna say eight. Yeah. Solid eight. Solid eight. What are you feeling? You want it spicier? I know you do. I like it spicier, but it's again, spicier better. <clears throat> yeah, that's that's the big question. Uh, I like it a little spicier than this. Okay, I do like it a little bit hot. I like it like to the point where you, I'm like, Ugh, and I'm sweating, and you're clearing out your sinuses. I like yeah, that. Yeah. I do like that hot. I don't like the hot when it gets to a hot where there's no flavor because they're just trying to hurt you. Yes, and to me, that's what ghost pepper is. Ghost pepper is kind of. That has a delayed spice where you have it, you're like, ooh, I don't really feel it just yet. And then it starts to ramp up and then it stays. I don't like so I like I like the idea of how hot it is, but I don't like the fact that ghost pepper doesn't have a great flavor. Like the Carolina Reaper has a fruity sweetness to it, but it's just hot as shit and just super intense. But ghost pepper has no flavor. It's kind of similar to Tabasco versus Frank's. Yeah. Tabasco is like a vinegar-based hot sauce, and they're going more for like the vinegar attack, kind of like wasabi. Less of like an actual flavor profile, like Frank's does with peppers. So, for me, this is actually I'm gonna put it up here at a nine. Whoa! On a wow. scale of of overall wing quality and wing enjoyment, this is a fucking nine because I it's also not like as fresh. I just got it eight minutes ago, but it's yeah. still not as fresh as when you get it at the bar. Yeah. That's another thing I was thinking, too. If, if we'd gotten it at the bar, I'm having a beer, I might have given that a nine. Yeah, it's yeah. just it's a little bit different. It's uh, 
it's just it's to me it's a nine because i know the quality of what it's like when you get it fresh but also i know what it's like to have shit wings yeah and people who just toss it in franks yeah but for me the wing size the skin the way they like they fry it for the skin and the sauce their sauces or whatever (coughs) but sorry oh dabs but (laughs) (laughs) but um I would say it's a solid nine. It's it's a, it's a good pedestal to start this whole wing segment on. I think you may have convinced me. Like that that second wing I had, like I just really enjoyed that one. First one, I was like, "Oh, hello, new wing. Nice to meet you. My name's Chris. You're in my mouth now." <laughs> um, and then the second one, I was like, "Hey, you again. Hey, this is nice. Remember when we had all those good times like 20 seconds ago? It was really good." And yeah, the I'm picturing a beer like washing that down. Yeah. yeah. And just like that's that's the experience when you go out to get wings. So I would rate. Like, I just transported myself there in my mind, and it would be a nine. Okay, so you, you went off the eight to a nine? Yeah. Okay. And this eight-minute-old wing was still really good, <coughs> and I know that they were, like, fresh on the table. Okay, so this will be a solid nine in the books? Yeah. I'll say? Let's 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 book it. Let's book it? Okay. Do you... Who... We have how many more? Two? Two more. You guys are the guests? I'll have one. Yeah, finish them. I'll have one. One is a drum? I, I had a drum already, so... Well, he likes the flats. I'll take the flat. Oh. Okay. Or uh, that's right. Flat. I can, the flat. You take can the take flat. the flat, though. Take I'm not going to take the flat. Right. Take, the flat. <laughs> take the flat. Take the flat. Take the flat. That's fine. You're good. I did also, I may discredit myself by saying this. I just learned that flats were called flats. I just did a few minutes ago, too, when you guys said it for the first time <laughs> that I've heard it. <clears throat> um, yeah. I never called them flats, but I knew what you meant when you said flats. Yeah. Oh, so, cool. All I right. Just, I don't I feel just, so bad about it anymore. No, no. You spoke. You spoke very well. Yeah. So no, that was good. That was good. That's good. All right. See you guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Episode's over. This was a quick one. Just wanted to say thank you guys for tuning in. That was in. a cool little segment. All right, yeah. Good. Sorry for the delay of everything, everybody. Just because of holidays and then new work schedules and then yeah, hey, I that's was me. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, I was sick temporarily. I'm still kind of getting over it. So again, apologies for all the poor vocals and me coughing on the side but it'll just be like a nice little treat when another uh, episode goes up right who it's said kinda... anything about weekly or bi-weekly it's just whenever Ooh. the fuck we can yeah we had no <laughs> expectations set about our, our release date for these things so that's good yeah um so apparently a, a man got killed by arrows yes recently so, you sent me an article so this is something i really i'm really happy wiser is here for because i want to get his impression on it so the story goes <clears throat> a Christian missionary, a young man, has been trying to gain access to a isolated tribe called the Sengalese. I believe that's how you say their name. Mm-hmm. They are the last, one of the few last remaining non-contacted tribes of, of, of people on the planet. So they have no communication to the outside world. They, they don't have, know that white people exist. They don't. <laughs> they really don't. So... They kill people on sight because they don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, now, the surrounding government actually okays this because they say, since they are the last remaining tribe, leave them the fuck alone. Yeah. Also, because they've been so secluded, if they have contact with anybody from the outside world, you're carrying diseases yeah. and you will kill them just by meeting them. Yeah. Where, where are they located? Uh, I believe it's in the it's an island in India. Okay. So... I guess this this young man, I think he's in his twenties, or he yeah, he was in his twenties. This young Christian missionary decided to try to spread the word of Jesus to them multiple times. So I guess he first showed up and found them, mm-hmm. and they scared him away by throwing spears at him. 
and shooting arrows at him. So he went back a second time. Mm. They shot at him again. See, there's his mistake. They shot at him again a second time. And I remember he wrote in his journal and he like posted about how one of the arrows pierced the Bible and the Bible protected him because the mm. Bible was in his backpack. So then he left the second time and then he came back the third time. Oh, see, there's another time, mistake. <laughs> and there's this three time, mistakes, yeah. This time they got him gotcha. and they killed him. Yeah. So everybody in the world kind of freaked out over the fact that this guy was killed. But then very quickly, very, very quickly, the other side, uh, usually typically the non-religious groups of people came out and said, the fuck was he doing there to begin with? Yeah. It's mm-hmm. A, against the law. B, they, did he have any compassion to understanding that his existence on that island can kill them? And C, did he not get the message the first two times they tried to kill him to not go there? Mm. So the Christian groups are all like, oh, no, he's trying to spread the love and power of Christ, blah, 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 blah. And then the other side is, like I just said, they're kind of saying, look at this legally and literally about how bad of an idea this is. So there's this weird dilemma because a Christian group came out. I forget the group's name, but they came out and they said, we want justice for this missionary who died. And then everybody kind of just said what I just said, like, it's, he was breaking the, the law. Justice has been served. <laughs> justice has been, yeah, long, like in a horrible way to say it, justice has been served. This shouldn't, he shouldn't have been there to begin with. He, in a nicer way of putting it, he got what was coming to him. So I wanted to get your guys' opinions on that story that you just heard about a Christian missionary getting killed by an indigenous tribe of people. Well, first off, when they say they're just trying to spread the love, I, I think that's that's not the right way to put that. That's it, they should replace that word with cram yeah. and force. Um, yeah. And honestly, like, believe what you want to believe. I, I, you know, my my opinion's always been like, you do you, boo boo. Like, yeah. you you, right. you believe what you want to believe, but if if you try and spread something and and someone's obviously not receiving give up but like, like what are the signs that they don't want to receive what you're spreading is it like if they shoot bow and arrows at you or throw spears you'd at think you that would that be a clear do. message that hey maybe we're not we're not you know buying what you're selling yeah yeah and like i, I was kind of thinking the same thing like legally yes we've covered that to, like he died yes we've covered that to the, he could have killed them with his diseases we covered that but also they're good like just leave them alone <laughs> like they've made it this far without iphones or jesus so um, just right. let them keep right. doing their thing and that's what threw me off because i was shocked that somebody in today's age in 2018 not old not like a 60 year old like i don't oh kids these days no like a young guy younger than us was thinking oh these people need jesus christ in their lives yeah. for Where whatever from? reason america okay wow yeah do you have a region? Can, can we all can we all guess? Uh, I can I can pull it up. I don't know exactly, but I can definitely pull it up. Um. <coughs> yeah, I think that's <clears throat> just yeah. Don't cram what people don't want crammed, and don't need crammed, <laughs> and could do way more harm cramming than I mean letting them chill. I've I've had this thought in my head that like a lot of the world's problems would just be simply resolved if everybody just mind their own damn business and, yeah. and not tell everybody else how to live. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Very true. What yeah. you got for us? Uh, North Sentinel Island in a kayak. That's how we got there. He snuck on there through from a beach. Uh, he yelled in English, "My name is John. I love you, and Jesus loves you." Before being killed by a bow and arrow. 
That was the third time. Did the Bible not save him that time? No, not that time. Oh, okay. um, uh, he should have wore, da, da, da. like, armor, plate yeah. armor of Bibles. Yeah, they, they did something similar in The Walking Dead, right? Where they had the... Yeah. No, that wasn't The Walking Dead. That was... Uh, Johnny would know this. He loves zombie stuff. Uh, was it World War Z where they were wearing, like, phone books? As, oh, like, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Uh, but new information released paints a more complicated picture of John Chow. Uh, included in an, including an interview with Christianity Today. In the interview, Mary Ho, who leads All Nations, the agency that sent Chow on the missions, indicated he was heavily vaccinated and quarantined before going in on the mission. Uh, he also undertook linguistic and medical training to prepare for the outreach. Linguistic training, and he said, my name is John. <laughs> I love you, and Jesus so loves you. <laughs> Um, do, do they what do we know what language they speak there or are they so isolated that I don't think they even know the what language they knows speak because everybody leaves them alone they don't so there's actually multiple stories of contact with them where people they immediately get attacked so there was actually a, a ship a fishing ship I believe that got uh, disabled started floating towards the island and they came out on the beach and we're just like Oh fuck! We're about to ah! yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like we're ready to kill motherfuckers, and they radioed like, "Get us the fuck out of here!" And they had to come in an evac, like through an airship, helicopter these oh people out. And the ship ran aground, and they took pictures of it. And apparently, they just ripped the ship apart. Wow! So they found yeah. the ship and like, what is this? And they took it apart, and then they just there's nothing left. <laughs> there's just like a skeleton of the ship. And I guess they use. I guess there's now pictures they've taken, and they've seen that they use the metal and used it as tools. Mm. So they're like, oh, they're evolving. Now they have metal <laughs> instead of rock. Now they have Instagram accounts because they took his phone. <laughs> they've, they've upgraded to the industrial <laughs> age. I think they took him. Um, so his intent was to live among the North Sentinelese, learn their language, and attend to their physical needs, and then seek to share his faith with them. Obviously, the long-term strategy did not work. And he will not only become Neither a topic. The short term, no. And he will not be. He will become not only a topic of debate, but of study for missiologists, people who train missionaries. Mm. Uh, I mean, what? What? How much of a study do they need? <laughs> like, <laughs> where did this go wrong? Um, when should he have taken the hit? From his social media postings, journals, and reports of friends and family members, it is clear that John had a genuine passion to evangelize people who had little or no access to the Christian to the Christian gospel. For centuries, Christians have followed Jesus' teachings, referred to as the Great Commission, wherein he tells his followers to go and make disciples of all nations. Uh, these tribal people would be among those quote-unquote nations. Um, Evangelical missionary organizations keep data on communities around the world believed to be still untouched by access to the gospel, and churches will pray for and support missionaries who reach to these people. Did they forget to pray for him then? Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't know. Um, um, so my whole thing is like it gives me like the heebie-jeebies that like, like what if they don't want it? Like <laughs> the, a they don't. They don't I think know. It's pretty obvious they don't. It's, yeah. it's pretty obvious they, they don't, don't want well, it. Like they didn't know. Like oh, this guy's actually trying to help us. He's trying to spread this thing that he's really passionate about that he thinks is going to do a lot of good for us. Obviously, they didn't know that. But like. How do you, like, I guess, like, how do you get consent from them? Like, do you want me to teach you this gospel? I guess you'd have to, like, live with them and learn their language, which he was trying to do in the first place. But, 
Like, just why? <laughs> like, I get that yeah, it's it important to you. It and like, Christians sense. worldwide genuinely believe that people who hear and respond to the gospel are better off when they do. Yeah. Even if they don't speak the language. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <coughs> I guess it's because they're following this old statement when Jesus and his disciples, he instructed them to pray and then go while showing them how to honor the dignity and humanity of others' choices. He also sent his disciples out two by two. The Bible has much to say about the importance of teams and community. Mm. Okay, so let's start off with, and if you guys don't want to go in depth with this, we don't have to, but start off with your personal beliefs about religion. <laughs> okay, wow, <laughs> Michael let's, Scott. Let's go there. Let's go, let's go there. Um, I'm an atheist. Were you raised an atheist? Is your family? I was not. I was raised Catholic, which is why I'm an atheist. Mm. <laughs> which is a a trend that I've seen. When did you become an atheist? Um, it was gradual. I'd say when I found out what an atheist was, I'm like, oh, cool, they have a name for me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, children <laughs> hiding their true thoughts from their parents. So you so you believe there is no God? Yeah. Okay. No, there's no ethereal being. There's no superior entity. There's like a wizard or something. No. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. No. Yeah. Just doesn't make sense. We know so much more about the world now than we did when we invented most religions. And it's like, oh, I guess that wasn't true. There are no new religions. There. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, this this is a, I mean, it's not a subject I like talking about all that much, in all honesty. Um, it's one of, like, the, the three subjects that you typically don't talk about. Why? Religion, politics, and I forget yeah. the, what the other one is, but I don't know. It's touchy. People have very strong feelings towards it. Well, if you don't want to answer, you don't have to. No, that's because- right. I, I, could, I could talk about what I believe in being good. Simple right. to be a nice person to humans, right? Um, I believe I also believe that religion causes a lot of issues in this world, so that's why I avoid it. Yeah, yeah. I so here's something very specific to Christianity that I've noticed, and that is Christianity has many levels, like you kind of just said, groups. Um, so my family is uh, Roman Catholic, so I was raised a Roman Catholic. So I've seen a lot of things about the church and Catholicism that are good and bad, but there's something weird about it because I've seen some really good people from religion and I've seen some really shit people from religion. Mm -hmm. And it's weird because there's no way to filter it. Yeah. It's kind of just like, it's like the same ratio of good and shit people who aren't from religion. Exactly. So the, the, the thing that I've always had is I, I, I'm agnostic, so Mm -hmm. I don't really know. You're well, not going to say definitively whether I'm, there is or isn't. Yeah, because I don't have proof there is. I don't hope. I don't have proof there isn't. Yeah. So it's like I. I, don't I know, guess that's but. more in line with like what I <clears throat> think, and I don't necessarily like. It's not so much about what I think, but like I agree with you that like it's more of just like, just be good. You don't need. <laughs> yeah. to, do you really like? Are you only being good because you've been told that there's a. Uh, infinity party when you Sky die cake. if you're good. What was that? Uh, Sky cake. Yeah, <laughs> Sky cake. Do you, do you know uh, Patton Oswalt's bit? No. Sky, Sky cake. cake. I can imagine it though. Sky I cake. filled in the blanks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Sky cake. Yeah. Oh, he goes off. A, he has a great stand-up bit about Sky cake and how religion was formed. Yeah. Um, because he's atheist, but he's he's very understanding. Um, but 
<clears throat> but yeah, just, but, let's just so, be good. Yeah. So like the thing is, 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 and I, and I was thinking this because I went to church last week mm-hmm. because my family, my family was together and they're like, Oh, we're going to go to mass for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, well, I'm not going to like stomp my foot and be like, fuck church and fuck you. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just going to go like mm-hmm. I'm baptized. Like I am allowed in. It's yeah. fine. I can, <laughs> I can do all the things. I know all the things. Yeah. So I went anyways and I was sitting there and a part of me keeps thinking like, wow, I can't conform to this. Mm. Not like, oh, wow, it's a cult, but it kind of feels like it when you don't really have faith. In, when I don't, have, I, I don't have any faith in it. So mm-hmm. I'm there listening to the words that they're singing and preaching, that they're praying out loud together with. And it's not like bad stuff, but it's kind of creepy. And it's yeah. almost the weird because it's the first time I thought it's creepy because I thought this is really weird that people are doing this mm-hmm. it's really weird we're standing up and saying these things and then we're kneeling and saying these things and it's almost like we're like i immediately put every like the church imagine i imagined us like in ancient times mm-hmm. where there was like a statue of some kind of like dwarven god <laughs> and we're all like hoping that the dwarven god will save us from the goblins that come at night so it's like that's actually my religion I didn't want to say it, but you hit the nail pretty much right on the head there. So, yeah, so that's so I, I, I'm i kind of creeped out by it. But at the same time, I see I have friends who are heavily, heavily into Christianity. Like, mm. he, like I have a friend who wanted to be a pastor. I still think he's working towards it. You know, I, 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 I know people that are that have a lot of power from their faith and and, and really they're hardcore into their faith mm-hmm. and it's almost awkward because they know I'm not about it even though like we grew up and we were in the same like like CCD youth stuff group like yeah youth group do you, do you and everything think they and think differently of you I think they not- do like I I've had friends say I'll pray for you and I go oh you don't need to you don't need to do that thank you though I appreciate the thoughts and prayers of what you're trying to offer me but you don't need to do that I'll I'll be fine thank yeah. you though. I appreciate the I appreciate the sentiment behind it, mm-hmm. but there's this weird thing about religion where it's almost like it's the sticking point for just America, you know, mm-hmm. because I don't see it in a lot of other countries where it's the same level of like, if you end a speech and you're saying, God bless America, everybody just goes, mm-hmm. everybody will stand up and applaud yeah. or, or tragedy happens and, and oh, thoughts of prayers, thoughts of prayers, prayers, thoughts of yep. prayers, thoughts of prayers, thoughts of prayers, thoughts of prayers, or you see, oh, oh everything's cured. Yeah, yeah. it's great. Or somebody wins <laughs> an award fixed. and they always say, so I got to start this off by saying, thank you, God, like yeah. right off the bat. And thank you, Jesus. And thank you, God. And it's weird because I, I know that America is a Christian nation. I understand that. Mm-hmm. But it's weird how, how it still has its roots embedded when, like you said, like we have so much out there to know <laughs> like yeah. it's it's weird that it's still so prevalent to, uh, to our society yeah given like science and technology now we like we understand so much more about the, the earth and like what what's going on yeah right like, i understand why religion <laughs> started right you know you know given like like hundreds hundreds of years ago hundreds of thousands of years ago um you know what they look up at like the northern lights what do they what do they think is going on like right you know now we have we have science and technology to tell us exactly what's happening Uh, i think the the biggest thing like regardless of how much science we have there's still the one thing that science hasn't completely foolproofly 
answered, which is what happens when we die. And that's and where think, faith comes in. And I that's, think that's where religion the root comes in. Of every religion. And is, if that if that helps people, you know, get through their lives, and then that's great. That's great for them. So that's so this that statement and Wiser's reaction brings me to back to this fucking story. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think everybody in this room and almost everybody in America who's not, I mean, don't get me wrong, there's some angry atheists out there, but there's a lot of people who just go, you like religion? Cool. It doesn't affect me because <laughs> like it literally doesn't. I, I, like you're, I'm glad you have strength and faith and joy from your community, from yeah. your church mm-hmm. and from your religion. That's all gravy. Do you, man. And it, with the second you flip it, it turns into, oh, no, you must join me so you know this feeling as well. And that's a weird thing that I don't... Yes, like, there are some atheists out there that try to convince and fight religious people about their faith, but it's that's the abnormal status yeah. quo. Yeah, it's not the norm of like, oh my god, every atheist or every non-religious person is trying to convince a religious person to yeah. fuck fuck over religion. There's going to be good and bad people, no matter what their beliefs, like in every sort of belief. Yeah, and there's going to yeah. be converters, yeah. people who try to be like, no, dude, I have proof that God doesn't exist. Check this shit out. I want you to feel the way I feel right now. <laughs> It exists. It's, oh, it's it's like I I I've seen such great sacrifice from people because of faith, and people get through such hard things because of faith. But then at the same time, I've seen such shitty stuff. Like, what if this guy was successful and he wipes out the, this entire fucking tribe because he he got the cold? Yeah, like that's all it takes. Yeah, like that's all it would it uh, that's all it would have took. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Would they have talked about it then? Oh, like single Christianary, Christian missionary wipes out last remaining uncontacted tribe <laughs> on planet. Like, would they talk about would this that? tribe? Would they, you know, well, if they wiped them out, never mind. Look, they, uh, they would they be, out. would they be search, searching justice? Yeah, <laughs> right. Tri- like, like, <laughs> yeah, no. And there's only like 30 of them left. Oh, geez. Yeah, that's how little of them are left. There's not like a huge Were amount. Were there of like tons more before? I think they counted at 1.300. Oh, wow. They said. Damn. And then over the years, they've just declined. Interesting. They don't, They're like pandas. Well, they don't have medicine. They don't. Yeah. Like they don't have technology. Really. Like they don't have anything. Also, the, the amount of effort that that took. Like I just like there's so many other things where effort could be put towards that are yeah, like, that are go, going wrong. Go and, renovate a park or yeah. something. <laughs> right. Right. So that's 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 something that's uh, right. That that's a good point. That's a good point. It's I like, mean, that guy did all of that, and it sounded like he had a whole team or like a company they were planning it out yeah, planning it out like just instead of trying to get as many people as possible on your team go clean up a chunk of the ocean or something i don't know garbage island yeah <laughs> clean up garbage island yeah yeah it's uh it's weird man it's so weird because i feel bad because my family knows i'm not religious and i know they are religious so it's weird because like we sit down at thanksgiving dinner by the way, I hope you both had great Thanksgivings. But you sit down for Thanksgiving or, or Christmas dinner, and then somebody says, okay, we must say grace. And I'm like, oh, shit, right. Uh, we have to say grace. Somebody say grace. Like, <laughs> like, like shit. Um, I, th- I think I still know it. I think I still know grace. Um, oh, I still know it. That's one of my jams. What is it? It's uh, We don't have to say grace right, right, on okay, the podcast. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, fine, fine. Sorry, sorry. I was, say. <laughs> I was just trying to remember it. But it's one of those moments where I feel kind of rude or just i feel like i'm making things awkward for everybody because yeah. i'm just the cross your arms i want to eat my turkey now 
exactly just like that no, yeah, just go with the flow yeah i usually do i'm just like ah oh, whatever it's fine it's it's it makes everybody happy if i just like hold hands with somebody and yeah. bow my head for five seconds it's fine and yeah it's that's a, a deal. and that's exactly what a normal person would do exactly right. just right. don't be a dick <laughs> yeah you know what normal people do not do they don't shotgun spray piss on toilet seats in public restrooms <laughs> Wait, what? Segway. Exactly. So, so. <laughs> oh, we're, are we moving to bathroom etiquette now? <laughs> yeah, yes, that was are. a Deb's, Deb's wow, 100 mile segue. an hour segue. Yeah, so <laughs> I fucking went into the bathroom today and I was like, I can't wait to go to the bathroom. It's been so busy. I haven't been able to go to the bathroom. I want to enjoy my bathroom time and just go to the bathroom and be like, oh, I'm relieved. And I walk <laughs> into the stall and I can see the stall's not close. Like I go into like the handicap bathroom yeah. and it's like all the way over you there. Take in the a corner. couple of strides to get yeah. to the toilet. <laughs> but I can already see not just like the light yellow of oh fresh piss, but like the dark stains of old piss on the seat. And I'm just thinking, a lift the fuck, just kick the fucking seat up. You had or, to, you had to dookie. Yes. So you had to sit on the piss. Yes. Or you oh. had to face the choice of sitting on the piss. Well, no, I cleaned it. But, yeah. Well, but B fucking B, I just think of. How the fuck do you miss yeah. that? What's month? up with your dick? You're not drunk. <laughs> yeah, you're not drunk. You're not half asleep. There's bright fucking halogen lights on. How are you missing this water hole that you could fucking? And then, why aren't they using the uh, urinal? That's what. Here's yeah. the here's the other thing. How many times have you been? Okay, so I don't mean to shame anybody here if this happens to you, but I have fairly like healthy shits. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The amount of times I've gone to the bathroom and it's been like a fucking barn and it's just like, why am I hearing this? Why am I smelling <laughs> oh, this? Oh, yeah. It's like, it's like, it's like a pig is shitting or like a cow. It's just like explosive heavy like splats. In, I swear there's the people moving. that like have no, like they love it too. They go in and they're just like, as soon as like, they just rush to get on that toilet and start doing it. Yeah, but it's like never, to show off. it's yeah. not like healthy. Like I, I sit. Oh, I know. One time I'm, I'm shitting in a public toilet, and I hear a guy come like, like, like bumbling in, sit down and just fucking slam the stall door, just fucking slides the sh- the shit sh- locked, and yeah. then I just hear like death. Yeah, death just incarnate. A cacophony. Like I, was, I remember, Dumb and Dumber. I, I was on my phone yeah. and I leaned away from the wall that he was on, the wow. side he was on, because and I lifted my foot because I thought <laughs> shit was gonna come out. I thought there could have been particles, and I was thinking, what the fuck is wrong with this dude's gut flora? What's wrong with his, his the, the digestive gut tract? Flora. What the fuck is going on? Like, is he just eating? cake and donuts and then just chugging coffee yeah. is that what he's doing and then he's eating fried chicken skin yeah. like what the fuck is he doing like that's what i was gonna say because <laughs> when we started talking about bathroom etiquette that where i work i work with like a bunch of people that i see all day every day because i work on like a a certain floor so the bathroom there is only used by people on that floor and i know everybody on that floor so like i'll walk in and like or like <laughs> I'll be at the urinal and I'll see someone come in. And I'm like, oh, hey, Jeff, or whatever. And then Jeff will go into the stall and like unleash the chorus uh, yeah. of hell. Some and people like, just have no shame. Yeah. It's, it's like, but I not like, only, I like my privacy. You me know? too. Yeah. But not only shame, but just I only Excitement. sound like that when I eat ice cream, fried chicken, late night fast food, and a fuck ton of beer. Well, there's a lot of yeah. people that that's all they eat. Oh my God. How are you like alive at this point? Just, yeah. just. Like, just, 
Yeah, anyway, so for those listening to this podcast, it's been a so- while since we talked about taking shits. Yeah, which sorry. we used to do regularly. So I'm <laughs> glad we're back. <laughs> we are back, but just have you guys ever, like just ever had something that that bad, or or even worse? So this is a weird hockey thing, and and wiser wise guy plays on one of my teams. So maybe you've experienced this. There's something about hockey stalls where they almost purposely try to make it horrible. So I had a game on Tuesday <laughs> or, or Wednesday this week. Mm-hmm. I think it's just a public bathroom in general. Well, no, 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 no. I go in and and so in a hockey locker room, where, yeah. uh, usually it's just there's a room with benches nailed into the wall. Okay. And then it's an open like corridor into a bathroom. Sure. With showers. There's really no like yeah, doors. Yeah, it's like or... a gym locker room ish. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So I go in to the stall to piss because I want to get like toilet paper to blow my nose too. So I was like, oh, I'll do two things at once. And the second I turn the corner into the stall, I don't see anything yet. A, because there's no lights. The lights are on the other side. But B, it just smells like bleach. Mm-hmm. So I go, what? what's going on? Did they just clean? I know they didn't just clean this locker room because I know this arena and I know they don't clean very often. Why does it smell like bleach? And as I begin to walk towards the toilet, I just see, A, there's very little water in it for some reason. Mm. But (laughs) B, it looks like somebody emptied a trash bag inside the fucking toilet. What? Just, 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 like, do you know what a a Claymore is? (laughs) Like a mine? Yeah, Yeah, a Claymore mine. If you made a Claymore of, like, dried dog shit and, like, (laughs) exploded it into a toilet bowl, that's what it looked like. So, it it was so bad. That was a colorful analogy. Thank you. That was so bad. They didn't bother trying to clean it or fix it. They just wanted to cover the smell. So, they just soaked it in bleach. So, somebody poured bleach in the fucking toilet just to cover the smell. That's how bad it was. And then there's a plunger on the side. They didn't even bother trying to use it. They just left it. So why? I know there's high school kids and middle school kids who like to fuck around and do shit like this. But just I think it's more than just high school kids. I honestly think that, that people like it's some kind of fetish. Or something so? that they just they just pull their pants down, bend over, the, and then aim in the general direction. I don't think it's a fetish. I think it's like a way you're raised thing. Because, like, I get that some people just have a fear of their butt touching a public surface. That's, that's true, too. So yeah. they hover and then just miss. Like, they've been alive for 30 years and they still haven't gotten that part of their life down. There's a sign in one of the in the stalls at one of my gym locations that they printed out because this this locker room always smelled like shit. And I guess eventually somebody said something and they started investigating. And then, then they put up signs. And the signs say, if you see one of your gym partners, fellow gym members, leave this stall and it's not completely flushed, report that person and date and time to the front desk, they will be terminated immediately. Wow. Maybe. that's how, <laughs> Well, for the record, this... Literally walking to the locker room, it was like it smells like dirty toilet paper, and I don't know why. And it did; it was like that for a year since I joined. And I just thought, wow, they have shit plumbing, or they never fucking clean this bathroom. <laughs> Turns out, whoever this fucking dude was, literally just had horrible, horrible 
gut flora and just exposed all of his weaknesses inside this toilet bowl and then just didn't want to flush it well you and know he, where my mind goes though when you say it's at a gym is that it's you got people with whey protein yes true yeah. whey protein and pre-workout yeah. and fucking oh my god i gotta get my fucking creatine and then let me just shake for two hours yeah. and then go to the bathroom <laughs> Dude, some of the some of the like the worst shits are like dudes lifting and chugging whey protein. What else do you want to talk about? <laughs> yeah, we can that's talk about my other stuff question. Besides religion and <laughs> Finkel matter, this is going to be a very popular episode. We've treated it, you to chewing it, on on Mike, <laughs> one of the touchiest subjects in the world. Is it? And is, we're back to shits, ladies and gentlemen, better than ever. Is it weird? Is it? It's talking about shitting and toilets an odd thing am i just like way too open about it's not it? odd it's awesome i love doing it <laughs> I, I just... we have been explicitly told by people who listen to the show that maybe we should cut back on it really <laughs> yeah you don't remember that no thought... sorry whoever you were johnny told us about it yeah uh... i think it's a normal thing to have a conversation about but nobody but... fucking talks about that shit that's what you talk about what are we gonna talk about we're gonna talk about fucking politics and shit like every other fucking podcast fuck that we haven't talked about kanye in a while actually i don't what's kanye up to saving lives man is he (laughs) saving lives him and kim paid for firefighters to save a bunch of houses on their street oh wow Mm -hmm. that's good yeah see saving lives good for him saving lives oh you know what we talk about huh i kept referencing it before the fucking slip angle oh so first of all first of all i heard so I know the slip angle is a thing, not just like your channel and your. And like it's not you it, like I, I, know I was an brought act- on, right? But it's I not know, my I, baby. Yeah, I know, but I know the slip angle is an actual. Oh, sorry. So this is Wiser, and Wi- <laughs> Wiser is uh, a contributing <laughs> member to the slip angle. You should look them up on YouTube. Really cool videos. Really fun. Um, it's mainly about car stuff. So if you hate cars. Probably not your jam. Yeah, it's probably not your jam. Probably not your jam. <laughs> but so fast forward, I didn't know what the slip angle was, and I thought it was just like a like a cheeky thing to say, like oh, like no, there's a scientific- like my chemical romance. It's like yeah. oh, it's a cheeky like wordplay. And then I watched enough videos, and I heard Quinn actually say while he was driving something, "There's that slip angle," and like I'm falling into the slip angle. It comes right here when you start hitting the, the throttle. And then I went, "It's kind of like when they when they have the movie title and somebody says it." Oh yeah, that's the yeah. name of the movie. I was like, oh, that's the name of the channel. I was like, all these shit. It's an actual thing. I didn't nice, know it was an nice. actual thing. So my first question is not what is the slip angle of your project. Oh, what is the slip angle? The okay. fucking actual slip I'm, angle. I'm not gonna be able to explain this properly. Try. <laughs> can we can we do a Google search? Can we just do it as a Google search? Because I'm gonna probably butcher this. If there's any true car people you start. out there. <laughs> Wait, you're not a true car person? I'm a true car person. I, I would say that, but like I'm I'm not the most articulate person in the world and explaining scientific stuff. I, okay, you ready? Yes. This is hardcore science. In I'm, vehicle dynamics, slip angle or side slip angle is the angle between the direction in which a wheel is pointing and the direction in which it is actually traveling, i.e. the angle between the forward velocity vector and the vector sum of wheel forward velocity and lateral velocity as defined in the image. See why I didn't want to explain it? I still don't know what that means. I don't know what that um, means. Fuck. Here's a um, Quora. What is a slip angle? Uh, oh, my God. Even more words <laughs> this time in a different diagram. Well, so we we had tried to come up with a name for our, our channel for right. a while. Um, right. There's a lot of automotive terms. And it, it seems like everything's already been done. 
Um, this is something that we thought was really catchy. Um, if we were to, if I were to have Quinn over, I, I mean, I'm sure he'd be able to explain it a lot better than me. Like it, as far as like putting it in like layman's terms of what the slip angle is. Yes, of what it actually means. Um, but we liked it. It was catchy, um, and that's what we were going for. So, for the record, while while Chris is dissecting what the slip angle actually is, so he can explain it. I, for the record, thought it was just a Miata channel. No. Until I started watching it. And <laughs> no. then I was like, oh, it's just Miatas. That's a lot of Miata stuff, but hey, it's cool. And then I started watching it. And I, I you know what's funny? I've actually been watching the older stuff mm-hmm. because there's a lot of random things where I just like, oh, cool, the story about how he got here. Like, oh, cool. Like, I didn't know that. Like, I just watched, I now understand Offset. Which oh, I yeah. know you tried so hard to explain to me, and I kept just looking at you like I don't know what Offset is, man. But his video, he he does such a good job of being like, so this is how tires and wheels work. This is a fucking offset. This is what it looks like if you have a positive offset. This is what it looks like if you have a negative offset. Yeah. This is what the fuck it it's does. your backspacing between. It's basically measured from the center of the wheel, where where the actual mounting point is. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. But you tried, I think, for like a week to explain that to me when I was looking at new tires. Yes. And I I kind of understood, but I still just kept saying, so what does that do? And you just kept saying, it's going to be here. It's fine. Just buy it. It's going to be okay. <laughs> but his video did a great job of, of, of You kind of need like a visual representation. Like, and like yeah. I said, that's, that's another reason why I'm not trying to explain what I believe the slip angle is, because I don't know if I can articulate it properly. I think Chris can. I think I, I can articulate it oh, for let's our hear, fans. Let's hear about velocity vectors. I want you to think back to a modern classic of cinema called The Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, yeah, perfect. <laughs> and just picture a scene where a car is just coming around Hans, a corner. Hans, yeah, Nissan Hans, 240 exactly. SX, yep. Um, do, you, uh, do you know uh, what Hans' last name is in those movies? <laughs> Gruber? No. Um, it's, um, <sighs> I forgot. Seoul, like the capital of Korea, dash O-H. So his name is Han Solo. No shit. Yep. Small little Easter egg. It like only comes up like his driver's license appears on like a cop cruiser one time and it says Han Solo. Wow. I was like, that is rad. Anyway, so picture Han Solo (laughs) coming around, (laughs) drifting around a corner. The slip angle is the differential between where a tire's, where a tire is facing versus which way the car is moving. So like the tire is facing more towards the center of the circle than it actually is. So like the tire is almost skidding sideways. Yeah. You talk about the front tire or the rear tire? I guess both. Well, Well, it gets more more complicated with the front tires because those actually steer. That's what I'm saying. So you're talking the slip angle is when you start rotating the wheels over when you slide? It's it's when you get into a drift is what he's saying. So so when you're... It's so picture like a if you guys know what a tangent is, picture like a circle or like a a wheel and then like a plank on top of it. That plank is the tangent. That is technically the direction that car is moving in that instant, but it's moving around the circle because the wheel is aimed more towards the center of the circle than the car is. Like you know, like the difference what? between like inertia and gravity, which is why the moon spins around the earth. Yes. If gravity just disappeared, the moon would just go in a straight line. Yeah, it would just shoot out. So the the slip angle is basically gravity for that turn. It's the tire aiming more towards the thing you're turning around than inertia is pushing you, causing your car to move at like the 50% angle. So like 
if your wheel was straight, you would move in a straight line. Right. But it's say it's turned at like a 45 degree angle, 44, because I'm going to be bad at math, 44 degree angle. Your car is going to move at a 22 degree angle. So it's basing it off of the front. It's basically, I think it's mostly based off the front. That's what I got out of this. Because the rear wheels would be stuck wherever the frame is pointing. Unless you're drifting. Right. If you're drifting. But no, the wheels would still be facing one way while the front wheels could be turning another way. Right? The, I get, think the front angles would have more of a slip angle <coughs> than the back wheels. Because if you are but drifting. But the back wheel is what's sliding. Well, your front wheels can slide too. Yeah. They can slide in. And, in a drift? Yeah. yeah, but they, they mostly slide the opposite way. Like typically what's called understeer. So you're turning the wheel, but your car is still going straight. You're sliding that way. That's understeer? That's understeer, yes. Oversteer is when you, you're you're turning and the back end kicks out. So, wait, wait. So so explain understeer again. You're saying you understeer, can understeer. move the wheel and the car is going straight? Yes. If you're, It typically happens in front-wheel drive cars where the engine is driven by the, the wheels that are also steering the car. So a typical front-wheel drive car, like my Mazda 3, the engine's in the front. Right. It, and it's front-wheel drive. Right. So if you're, if I'm, let's say I'm trying to take a really hard turn and I'm on the gas, so the wheels are spinning, they're losing grip. Right. And I'm turning left, but right. my car, as because my wheels are losing, or my tires are losing grip, my car wants to go straight. Even though you're turning because Even, you're turning and you've already lost some of that grip, so your yeah. turning is doing less than it normally would. That's so typically it, what happens in a front-wheel drive car. So you have to turn more. Well, if you turn the more you could turn all you want, but if you don't have grip in the front tires, it's just going to go straight. You'd probably have to like let go of the gas to like regain that grip and then turn. Right. Okay. But I, what what was the other word about drifting where your tires are o- oversteer? Oversteer. I think I'm thinking back to <laughs> yeah. Tokyo Drift. Yes. That's the thing where the, the back tires kick oversteer. out. Yeah. <laughs> the back tires kick out and then so you're turning left around a corner, your back tires kick out and then you turn the wheel right. So you like your wheels, your front wheels are moving like the right way around the circle, but your back of the car is already been kicked out yeah quinn does it all the time in those videos the car's sliding sideways yeah 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 that's that's oversteer so so okay okay so he is he trying is he trying to oversteer or does he have to compensate basically the fastest way around that track that we drive at on on lime rock yeah Yeah. it's the autocross track on lime rock that track's a very slick surface so if you're driving at the limit, most of the cars we we test have been rear, all of them have been rear wheel drive except the Evo, which was all wheel drive. Um, the fastest way around that track is being right at the limit of uh, oversteer, like right when it starts to oversteer, because that's when you're you're you still have as much grip as possible. But so the the goal in that is that you don't want to go too far into oversteer. It's managing a right. small amount of oversteer. Mm. Would it be faster if you had a car that didn't have to oversteer? Well, you wouldn't be going fast enough. If you, had, you like, wouldn't a be losing wheel drive yeah. car. If no, you because a- when I saw he did a oh fuck, what was that video? It was like the Z4. Yeah, he has a Z4M, and then he did a video with that and the and did- an E46. M3, yes, M3, yes, yeah. And the Z4 was sliding way more than the E46. And the, it looked in the E46 was faster. Is it because it wasn't sliding as much or is it because it just was a faster car? Well, if it's not sliding, if it has more mechanical grip and, and actual like traction in the tires, it's going to naturally be faster because you have more grip. That's always faster. But to, to reach the limit of a car, you typically have to be right on the edge. 
of that. So it's not so much horsepower. Right on the yeah. edge of that grip? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. As much as if you can manage um, keeping it right at that limit where it's about to lose traction, yeah. then that's the typically when you're going right. to be... Obviously, it's like a you have to also take the right lines and everything like yeah. that, but that's typically what will give you the fastest the Closest platform. without going over. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Because I remember the other video was... Uh, what, what is the white one called? The white Miata? White. He has a, an NB Miata. It was the NB verse. This dude owns all those cars. Oh, he has he has a nice collection. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's. I own a uh, lime green Ford Fiesta hatchback. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can <laughs> I can go through every car. Like, like it, I don't know if he want me to share this information or not. No, watch but, the I YouTube mean, videos. Yeah yeah, we, yeah. yeah. Go watch the videos. But um, in this video, it was it was the the challenge series. There's the head to heads. Yeah. And it was the white like. I felt like he, it was it's called like all motor ITB. I, I was going to say individual I, I, throttle body. That's like what was, that stands for. I, yeah. ITB. Um, and it was that verse, whatever the fuck it was. It had Rotrex supercharger or K24 Miata. I think it was the K20. It didn't have a hood. Yeah. It was a K24 Miata. Yeah. That shit was so f- a loud <laughs> yeah. through the video. Like it's loud as fuck. And I remember looking just at the interior and it's like gutted. It's like yep. nothing in it. And I was it, like, that's... Oh Jesus Christ. What is he driving? And so that though I remember watching it and I had no idea what the fuck the terms were, but it was almost a thing where I saw how fast it was and I felt like it could just make up for any deficiencies with just its ability to power up. Mm -hmm. Is that so in fighting, there's a certain level (laughs) of in fighting. There's a certain, there's a certain like apex where it's technique versus power Mm -hmm. where brute strength can outdo technique and vice versa. Technique can outperform power, but there's an apex where eventually technique cannot be power and there's also an apex where power cannot be technique. What is that level? It was is that video a good representation of how it's handling versus just pure power? That's a deep no. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't call or that because no. that 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 car, the the black car. He's actually a, a well known YouTuber. His name is uh, Tommy F. Yeah on you YouTube. F. Yeah. F. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> you know he's got you know. <clears throat> 200 something thousand subscribers he lives in uh you know down by the shore i guess somewhere yeah i just saw i just saw the video uh most recently and you guys went down he has like two locations of just cars yeah garages yeah he's he's a well-known guy he he put a lot of money into that car like suspension tuning and he you know basically has a honda motor like it 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 was swapped with a with a honda k-series motor so it's a much more powerful motor than what came with the uh Hmm. the miata also lighter too lighter yeah, and more powerful it's more powerful it's i mean that car has a ton of money into it too it's like forty thousand dollars i think it is um i think he added it all up yeah Jesus. it's 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 unreal how much money he had into that like my my miata was in that challenge as well i have more power i, I, I have more that. my car has more power than that car because it's turbocharged it's turbo yeah. Yeah. yeah but it's not nearly as set up as far as, far as suspension hmm because he Shit. he had all like, so you so you would say it's not just power that helped the, the no, K win. no it's not that that car had the best suspension setup as well it was corner balanced so basically all four wheels were are balanced with, as mean? far as weight goes well, aren't all, all four wheels have the are like, holding the exact same amount of weight yeah but don't all wheels normally do that no no you, you sit on the left side. Oh, <laughs> there's your, your your battery is can be on the left or right side. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, like like he took his he took his car to a, a specialist that actually had that car corner balanced. Oh, wow. I mean, which isn't it's not that big a deal. It's a normal thing to do in racing. Shit. Okay. So is it like yeah. calibrated to be like corner balanced when he's sitting in it? Yes, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Like he sits in it and they make the adjustments. 
That's yeah. that's pretty cool. So here's here's the thing. Uh, what's really cool? I want to know if you ever had this. I know it's like a guy thing. It's like a boy thing to like be into construction <laughs> trucks mm. and toys and be into like GI Joe and fighting or in video games and mm. sports and all that stereotypical boy things. The things I were I was one of the things I was never into growing up was cars. Mm. I never gave a fuck about cars. Literally, it was I wanted something efficient to get me from point A to point B like in an optimized state of fuel efficiency and safety. Is that's this like six year old dubs? <laughs> no, that was that oh, was that's hilarious to think of. <laughs> yeah. That was that was that was Daddy, how's your gas mileage? Yeah. That was that was me literally up until probably a year ago. Okay. And actually no, not even. I'll, let's go back. Probably up until gone in sixty seconds. Yeah, okay. So when Fast and Furious came out the first one. Yeah. I remember watching it, and I remember thinking, it's kind of cool, but then when I started seeing people try to do it live, like, every, everybody souped up their Civic, doing I it, just remember... Doing being, it horribly. Yeah, I remember <laughs> thinking, oh, this is shit, fuck you, Fast and Furious, and then the thing that really got me was Gone in 60 Seconds came out, and you've probably, you've both seen that, yeah, right? Yes, yeah. And the, there's a weird, there's a weird difference in that where, <laughs> exactly. I remember the exact scene when, uh, what's his name? Nicolas Cage. No, the other guy, the uh, older guy. John Voight. John Voight, isn't he? Yeah, that? No, yeah, no, no, he's no, like no. the old mechanic guy. Yeah, really? Yeah, okay. Angelina Jolie's he, dad, by the yeah. way. Yeah, okay. So him yeah. and uh, and Nicholas Cage first meet up, and John Voight plays. He just says, "Come here." It's been a while, and he just presses play on our stereo, and it's just cars. It just sounds like engines. Oh yeah, and they're going over like the revs and what gear and when they're shifting and what part of the racetrack they're on. Yeah, and I remember thinking, "How the fuck? Like this can't be real, right?" Well, it's real. But, exactly. That's <laughs> yeah. that's the fucking thing yeah. I started to find out. Yeah. I was like, "Oh shit, that's an actual thing." Yeah. And then the more the movie went on, the more I started to appreciate. Because Fast and the Furious almost didn't really care about the car. The car was just this fancy thing that you... That yeah, was, it was an action movie. It was an action yeah. plot to move things along. Yeah. It wasn't really... You didn't really... I didn't see passion the way I saw... Like, they did a great job of showing passion for cars and Gone in 60 Seconds. Yeah. Like, from, like, the exterior shots, the interior shots, they're just holding this, the way they just touch the steering wheel. <laughs> when they turn really it awesome. on, yeah. they it's zoom like up on... Porn. Yeah, they zoom up on <laughs> yeah. the exhaust pipe, you hear it kick over, and you're like, oh, shit. Like, I remember hearing the Shelby go on when he when he turned the Shelby on, and I remember yeah. thinking, that sounds way fucking different than when I just saw the Ferrari yeah. in a Lamborghini, and it's like... Oh, there's a lot of reasons that make different sounds. And I didn't know engine, because yeah. I've never looked into cars. So I just thought, whoa, what the fuck is that? That sounds so visceral. Yeah. It's so visceral when you hear that. And they did such a good job of getting into it. I still didn't really give a fuck about cars. But now I remember at that point, I remember immediately thinking, I want to see a Shelby Mustang. Or I want to hear something like that live. I yeah. want to start hearing something like that live. And then, sure enough, eventually, because, you know, fast forward three years when my friends gets a, I think it was a Camaro. And you start picking up on it. Still didn't give a fuck about cars. I, mm. I remember making fun of them. Oh, you get like 10 miles to the gallon, whatever. But the, I never really appreciated or gave a fuck about me being involved in them in any way. So the biggest thing about this, the big turning point about this <coughs> was actually this guy. Why? <laughs> Sorry. No, 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 it's fine. <laughs> the, the, the big thing was is the when the slip angle became a thing, when, when Wiser got involved with the slip angle and... I started watching videos to support him, and I was like, I don't know anything about cars. I probably can't follow along. I still don't really know anything about cars, but there's something very different now I understand about cars, where it's 
especially because I started fixing things myself. Nothing mm-hmm. crazy like he does, but like, oh, I get t- I'm real tired of them telling me the prices for things, so I just do them myself. Mm-hmm. It's like, how much is it to fix this and replace that? And I know that's low on charge, and I'll take care of that. Like, figuring out yourself, it's it's actually kind of really cool figuring it out yourself. Yeah, yeah. I mean, granted, yeah. we all come from a similar background with like you know taking shit apart, but that part that really struck me when i was like "Ooh, i gotta figure out how this fits and how this works and how this does a thing and then i gotta get tools I'm like "Ooh, i never cared about tools now i like tools mm-hmm. and now i'm looking at tool sets yeah, he's and sending like, he's sending me links to tool sets yeah and i'm stuff like, I'm like well, during work yeah. i'm like how about this ratchet does it have enough teeth it's only 72 like how's the arc angle and he's like it's it's fine so you know dubs yes yes I know <laughs> yeah <dubs>. so <laughs> I, i'm going I'm, off the deep end yeah. looking at warranties on these tools what kind of grips I want. Like I'm looking at the finish. I'm looking at all. So I'm, I don't think I'm going off the deep end, but there's something about, I feel like I've never said I'm into cars. I'm a car person. I feel like now I'm beginning to say, I actually do like cars. You appreciate cars. I, that's, that's the word. Maybe that's the word. I've never appreciated cars. I've only been like thankful that they keep me alive and get me places. Yeah. Like I love my Subaru. It's, it's the bottom of the list Subaru. It's nothing fancy, but I've taken care of it since 2012. I want it to last me a long time. Yep. And it fucking gets me from A to B and it's kept me alive a bunch of times. So it's like, that's really cool. So, but, but the appreciation of it now of how it runs, how it functions, mm-hmm. yeah. how, how it works. And I'm just thinking it's almost like a computer in a way. Mm. It is. They just it's, have bigger screws. Yeah. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, wow, this thing has to come together in perfect form or yeah. I die. And it's just like, it's just cool. like a computer. Yeah. yeah. And it's really cool because I've only owned Subarus. I've only driven family cars. I, I like, yes, I valeted for like four years. So I got into, I was able to sit in a lot of cars. And that was another big thing. Mm-hmm. When you have to rely upon cars to make money because I was getting tips, you start caring about the cars that come up. Mm-hmm. You start paying attention to the year. Is it taken mm-hmm. care of? Is this guy possibly going to give me a big tip? This guy drives like a brand new 7 Series. I'm sure he has money. This guy has uh, Maserati. I know he has money. <laughs> oh, wow. This dude who has a Jeep Grand Cherokee decided to tip me 80 bucks for no reason. I don't know why. <laughs> are Jeeps really that expensive? Like so you knew they are, yeah. And then you have like a vintage Porsche comes up and I'm like, that's... It sounds like a rust Are you sure bucket. you want me driving that? <laughs> the amount of times I've said that valeting to myself and my, and my other valet of just something comes up, like you could hear it. And, and we would guess like, ooh, 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 okay, okay, it's a coupe, it's a coupe. All right, I think it's, uh, I think it's a Porsche. It's like, okay, okay, what year do you think? And then you would, it would come up. You're like, oh, I was right. Like, yeah. and then you, it's, a, it's a fun game. But I remember this one Porsche. It sounded like you took the muffler off like an old Volkswagen. That's a, well, that's exactly <laughs> what they're supposed. They, they have the Volkswagen engine. A lot of the older ones, <laughs> hmm, they, they have a Volkswagen they derived engine? from Volkswagen engines. What? It's a flat. It's just like your Subaru too. They're they're flat engines but like, then why does mine sound doors. completely fucking different i mean oh, if you so took the if you took oh, the exhaust off the way that it was off on that uh on that porsche i bet it would sound kind of similar really I mean, not exactly but um a lot of the older porsches were derived from volkswagen or volkswagen was derived from porsche like it's, it's very very similar both flat four cylinder eventually <laughs> porsches moved on to have six cylinders which made them sound a lot different mm. But they've they've stuck with that design since the beginning of time. Like, Is it because of the sound? It's it's honestly the reason that the flat. You know what I'm talking about when I say like a flat four, or flat six, right? Yeah, like, like, like a the, boxer. Like the the cylinders are just 
they they're flat like literally yeah. like they're just opposed cylinders that go out in the opposite directions yeah it's not in line mm. it's not a v yeah yeah um it's to keep weight oh. down as close to the ground as you can because the lower center of gravity handles better right interesting yeah but i remember it coming up i was thinking this has to be like an 80s pickup and my friend was like, yeah, it's probably like an old Chevy rust bucket. And come here comes this, this like cream white, like <laughs> tan cloth convertible Porsche. And I remember thinking, holy shit. Like so old. It's got like the like giant spoke steering wheel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. And I remember thinking, there's no way I'm touching this. There's no way I'm getting into this. It's, yeah. it's so funny. You said that 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 Volkswagen comment because really? that's a very common thing for car people to say to really? Porsche drivers like oh nice Volkswagen oh <laughs> hey see I'm picking up on it yeah fucking picking let up me on ask it. you a question that I yeah. think will accurately show where my knowledge of cars is at <laughs> when you were just talking about engines real quickly we brushed over like flat in line V yep. yeah so a V6 is a six cylinder in the shape of a V yeah, yeah there's three okay, there's two, cool. two there's two banks of three cylinders <laughs> And they're okay. just in the shape of a V. That okay, I learned something. You know, you want to hear something crazy? Is that there's actually like, like so you have a V6, a normal V6 that has two cylinder heads because there's two banks of three cylinders. Yeah, there are actually some V6s that are so close and angled. Mostly they're uh, the Volkswagen VR6 motor. Mm -hmm. They're so close that it's actually just one cylinder head. Oh wow, yeah. <laughs> It's pretty cool. So it's more like an inline six than it, but it, it still is technically like a V6. Because it's like a 10 degree angle yeah, or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then you, there's also W engines yeah, oh, as well. Wow. Like in, w? The, in Bugattis. Yeah, there's the W16 in the Bugatti Veyron. It's fucking sick. It also has four turbos as well. Four turbos? Yeah. When you just put one on the whole engine? No, well, if you want, if you have 16 cylinders that you want to compress, you usually need more air. <laughs> That's cool. So are you were you ever into cars at some point? I I think always appreciated them at the appropriate level of appreciation at each stage of my life without actually being into them. What? 6 years old, Hot Wheels. Give me all the Hot Wheels. Look at this one. That one has an engine sticking out of the hood. That one has <laughs> blah blah blah. Nice. I know I know exactly what he's saying. <laughs> uh like 12 years old you see a car going down the street whoa that's really cool look at that one wow that one looks really old but he's doing a really good job keeping up oh that one has one of those vintage license plates on it blah 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 and now i'm like oh cool v6 is yeah. six <laughs> cylinders in the shape of a v uh and then like learning about the the slip angle the <laughs> slip angle and stuff like that it's so it's i love just appreciating things yeah, like I'm like the jack of all trades of hobbies or interests. I have no real hobby, but I'm just like, oh, that's cool. So that's that's why cigars have different names. Oh, that's neat, I guess. <laughs> oh, so the scotch is from like all these different parts of Scotland. That's cool. Okay, but like, yeah, I don't know. I just like appreciating. I don't, so yeah, I appreciate cars. I like I like watching videos of like cars at racetracks and stuff like that, and like talking about like like I loved watching Top Gear, but like. I don't yeah. like love cars, but Top Gear is a great show. Top Gear is awesome. To be honest, my favorite car show is probably Head to Head. Head to Head is really good. Uh, it's too yeah. bad that they don't they like charge now. You have to do like yeah. YouTube Red for it. Yeah, mm. but or it's, whatever it's called. Yeah, the depth they go into, like just it's they have so much knowledge. The guys that run it, yeah, that that are the hosts. I have I I, I almost think they have to pre-plan these speeches. 
because they're talking about like they're casually driving together and they're just joking around and they're joking around like how the design changed from like 20 years ago and how the prototype that got put into production failed so of course that's why this would have this one design flaw with the suspension because they never wanted to address it anyways and it's like how the fuck did you just know that and that's what you're just blopping into conversation about the car a lot of it is like you know pre production like type stuff but like the, those guys know like it's it's unreal how many what the amount of information people know about these things like i feel like i'm an enth- i'm definitely an enthusiast it's it's been a thing you know since i've been a kid my dad's been taking me to lime rock uh and that's that's what started this whole thing yeah um and i still only know you know a small amount compared to a lot of people it's terrifying and it, like dwarfs my knowledge of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just one of those things you know it's yeah it's, it's it's just a there's a vast ocean of things that you can know about them. Yeah. I think it, it comes down to like my brain just can't absorb anymore. <laughs> do you care? But do you care enough about that? No, I enjoy them, and and you know I know what I know, and what I know so far is is good enough for me. So like I feel like there's a very artistic side to cars. There's a very mechanical side to cars, and then there's an actual performance side that people care about. And it's weird because I don't see a blend too often. I see I see like the appreciation, like Chris is saying, where I could see an artist who says, "Yes, it's very powerful. That's nice." I see a mechanic who's <laughs> yeah. like, "Yes, I understand. It's very nice on the outside, but you should see the inside and the suspension." Yeah. And then I see the performance, like, "Yeah, whatever. It's it looks like shit, and you know, it sounds like shit. But guess what? It goes zero to sixty in 0.8 seconds. Yeah. Usually that's." A comment about a tesla right it's like yeah oh it's a fucking sh- who gives a fuck about batteries and electric <laughs> motors i can't believe this is what cars have come to but holy shit this gets to 60 <laughs> there, miles per hour and- there's dedicated like youtube guys that, that have content where all they do is show people's reactions in in teslas or he Love like watching mess- those. yeah he messes around with people's like like when they're trying to take like a drink or like <laughs> trying to eat something and then he- yeah oh, it's hilarious oh, there was one i was <laughs> Uh, like these two kids were like in the back seat and the girl's like playing on her ds or game boy or whatever and the guy like kicks it into was it insane mode uh or ludicrous ter- ludicrous, ludicrous mode speed. Yeah. kicks it into ludicrous speed and the yeah. ds comes out of her hands and hits her <laughs> in the face yeah. well electric motors they have the most torque at zero rpm so right like yeah that's that's how they accelerate yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's unbelievable <laughs> yeah, I I want to experience that so bad. My friend, uh, my my friend just ordered. I was hanging out with him like a few weeks ago, and uh, he goes, "Hey man, what's new?" Because I used to live with him, uh, so I haven't caught up in a while. I said, "Oh, you know, nothing. Just I injured my back. I'm getting back into it, playing hockey. You know, just the usual. What's new with you?" He he's always loved Tesla, mm-hmm. and he goes, "So uh, I ordered a Tesla almost by accident." I said, "What?" <laughs> almost he, by accident. he well he goes, "So I've always." built my per- the perfect tesla i've always wanted yeah the model three or whatever i've always wanted and i've always adored and um i've always left out that last page before it says like continue <laughs> so i've always just this time i just went well what's ne- on the next page and hit continue and it said thank you for your deposit and i went what and i guess <laughs> it just fucking he just ordered a tesla by mistake. what's the deposit on something like that what is it like five grand or something i think, I think it's, it's like that yeah you know, the pre-order was three and yeah. I think the deposit is five. Yeah, they're shipping in like two or three weeks now. Yeah, like uh, you could customize one and you get it in two or three weeks. That's awesome. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's it was a funny story because I was just, what the fuck are you gonna do? Like you have to change your house for a Tesla. He's like, I just gotta get like a power bank and like I just gotta like change a circuit and uh, yeah, yeah, if, yeah if it's you fine. Got, if you it's got fine. open spots in your circuit and it's in your garage, <laughs> that like 
my my garage would be ideal for a Tesla. Actually, I've got a, I've yeah. got a circuit, my circuit breakers out there, and you okay. know, I've got tons of open pan, open slots in there. You would never own a Tesla, though, would you? Probably not. Now, is it a philosophy thing, or so? Here's the thing, because Wiser put me onto this whole <clears throat> uh, mindset, and I actually love it. I don't want a new car. I thought I did, but the more I thought about it, and the more I talked to this guy, the more I realized. I like things old and mechanical mm-hmm. that can always be fixed by a group of people. Yeah. I don't like the idea that a software engineer has to do more work for a fucking car. Yeah. <laughs> I think I've, like wiring is my least favorite thing about cars. Yeah, and the newer your car is. Yeah. The newer <laughs> your car is, the the more wiring there is. Yeah. So yeah. he put me on that mindset. So with that mindset, I know you would probably never own a Tesla. I I mean but but if, if there's something, if it's under warranty, that's one thing. Like if I had enough money, I think it'd be kind of cool to, to, it's so quiet. And if, yeah. I, if I was just daily driving in it, you know, recharging it every night, like it, I think it, it could yeah. be, it could work in my life. Okay. It's expen they're expensive. Right. You know, I can buy a, a, a fun car to drive, like a, like a, a Civic SI or something like that. That's decently fuel efficient like they get like 35 miles to the gallon Damn. um and they're fun to drive a manual like I, I would prefer to drive that but you know te- being able to accelerate as as <laughs> accelerate would be kind of cool too you know what's cool about the, a new article came out and it's it's kind of like a giant middle finger to the world but mazda came out with a brand oh, new mazda sky active x yes so yeah. mazda came out with this new technology and it's called Sky Active X. Yeah, it's it's like the efficiency of a diesel, but with with a with a regular gas powered engine. And they said in a statement, we plan on using like combustible fuels for the foreseeable future because yeah. we can make it as efficient as possible. Like and they're going to get probably somewhere around two hundred horsepower and and get forty five fifty miles to the gallon. Damn. Yeah. And yeah. So part of me was thinking that's that's just a middle finger to everybody who's like climate change. No, we all need right. to go electric. And Mazda was like. Fuck you, yeah. fuel for life, bitches! Like we're fucking. That's probably but an accurate dubs way to look at it. Yes, or yeah. I'm just like, uh, my th- first thoughts. This is the first I'm hearing about it. Moss is like, yeah, f- the climate, f- fuel efficiency. We got it. Yeah, like, it's 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 really clever when you see how that that engine actually works. It, there's actually a point in the RPM range where the, they have no spark plugs. The spark plugs aren't doing anything. Huh. Like they use, because um, that's what diesels do. They don't, they have glow plugs to to get them help get them started. Glow plugs. Yeah, it's it's more of just like a heat problem. Like I don't I don't I don't know. I'm not an expert on diesel or okay. anything, but um, they don't have spark plugs. They they the compression in the engine is so high that like just the fact that you're cramming that much air and fuel into such a tiny little spot, it, it ignites itself. And that's is that, what is that why diesels bang? Yes. That's okay. why you hear that, like, like it almost sounds like it's an explosion. Yeah. But <laughs> that's essentially what Mazda did with a regular gasoline engine. Nice, but it only ha- but it only happens at a certain RPM range. <laughs> okay, so you, that kicks in when you're on yes. like the highway or something. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. So, so that city driving that special th- technology isn't going to do much. Yeah, I, I think it might actually be the opposite of that. I think it okay. might be the highway driving where it's actually using the spark plug, but okay. it's like in the power range. Interesting. Yeah, they talked I, I about... I could be wrong. They, I, I read it today, and they talked about how they said that... They actually touched base on power ranges on the highway. They actually yeah. said, we're tired of car... I think the way they worded it was, they said, we're tired of seeing vehicles being made 
for the vehicle's sake and not the driver's sake. They were like, why do people hate driving? It's because we make cars so they're better cars for cars. We don't care about like the people living in the car. Like mm-hmm. we make the car turn the way a car should turn, not so much how a person thinks That's about turning. I love Mazda. So yeah, so 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 he put me on to the idea that Mazda is a driver's company. Mm. And I was like, what the fuck does that mean? And I never really understood it. But the more I've been watching v- reviews and in shows, especially with uh, Miatas and stuff, and now this latest statement about their like base sedan about how they wanted it to be more for the driver and they wanted to have like a responsive power range and the highway mode and they want to make sure people have the ability to have the car behave as an extension of their body so if they want to get out and put in front of something they can do it if they want to stop and swerve out of something they can do it if they want to roll through a corner because for whatever reason they want to roll through a corner (laughs) they can do it so they were saying we're tired of cars being like this like hot track thing like uh, not hot track. Like what is the the track you put the cars on? They just spin around. Hot wheels. Hot wheels. Yeah. Yeah. Hot wheels, yeah. yeah. We're tired of like Hot Wheels set styles of driving where you take a turn, you take a turn, you just go straight, and you just. They're like you know it. It should move the way a human body moves. It mm. should function the way a human body should function. And I was thinking, I always thought you said like it's a driver's car because that was your personal opinion about the company. And then yeah. I read that article. And I was like, "Oh no, they really give a fuck about." Yeah, they do, and, cool. and a lot of other companies do. But it seems like Mazda like cares about it across their whole like yeah. line That's of cars. Their, like, yeah, vision. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I always thought it was just a catchphrase. You know what I mean? Yeah, like Ford tough. Yeah. <laughs> is it is it Ford? Like, how tough is a Ford? Like, uh, is it tough? You know, you Ford know? Fiesta tough. <laughs> <laughs> I would actually buy a Fiesta. The yeah. ST model is yeah. is pretty cool. You had some problems with your Fiesta, though, I didn't you? I fucking hate that lime green piece of shit. Oh, you got a lime green one? Nice. Yes. Goddamn! It's like why do you still have it? I'm broke as hell. <laughs> I'm going to drive it's, that thing into the ground. It's always a lot cheaper to do that. Yeah, it <laughs> to is. To drive it, it into drive the Drive a car into the ground, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. All right, that's good to know. <laughs> you should you should tell people why you fucking hate it. Why I fucking yes, hate it? Yes, cuz I I remember you drove me once like randomly you yeah, you you're, like, you're like what is that? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> why did it just do that? <laughs> Um, because it's this fucking transmission thing. Like this car has made me be one of those people. I will never buy a Ford again, be, yep. just because of the way they've treated this whole thing. Like it's there's this huge issue with the transmission. Where after like three to ten thousand miles, it's just like ah oh, fuck. I don't want to be a transmission anymore. <laughs> and <laughs> and it just from first gear to second gear, it's automatic. But yep. it, like the way that one works, it's like. Uh, standard that's controlled by a computer, so oh, it's really? different. Do you have than, the the paddles on the steering wheel? No, no. it's it feels and works completely automatic. Mm-hmm. But like it feels like, or it works exactly like an automatic, but it feels like it's shifting like a manual. Oh, okay. Because it's like there's a clutch, but I'm not. It's, it's not visible. <laughs> I don't do anything with it. And they're like, yeah, it was new technology we tried, didn't really work out. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like we don't offer it in our new cars anymore, and uh, you got to replace it every once in a while. Uh, and you're not covered anymore, so you got to pay twelve hundred dollars every time you got to replace it now. Oh, that's so great. going from first to second gear, it's just like I I'm driving, I'm driving, and then I slam on the brakes, <laughs> and then I car- start driving again. Oh, and like pleasant. I uh, like when it's bad, when it gets really bad, where it's like time to fucking replace that again. Like my nose almost hits the steering wheel. <laughs> I was so we're leaving work for lunch. Not even because 
uh, we were like we were we were friendly, but we never really like did anything together. Yeah. And, you, and I was like, oh, what are you doing for lunch? And he was like, I'm gonna go to the mall. Like, there's a mall oh, nearby. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, yeah, there's a mall literally two minutes away from here. And I said, oh, no way. And you're like, do you want to come and see it? I was like, yeah, dude, sure. <laughs> I so, remember that. It's like the <laughs> you first... just went to the mall with me, and just I just sat there and like shoveled food into my face, and you're like, that's cool. I already had a salad at home. <laughs> <laughs> Like, that's exactly how it went down. But we were driving, and I was like, "Ooh, I get to sit in the lime, the lime green car. This is probably gonna be a fun experience because you have an exotic color. I assume it's like an, it's like a sporty car." No, I'll explain that in a bit. Go and, ahead. And then I remember it was just like, "Woof!" And I was just, I remember turning to him. I didn't say anything until we got out of it. We got out of it, and I just went. So, did, does your car always yeah. do those? Th- is that normal for your car to do that? And that's, when you told me because yeah, you don't know if it's like if it's supposed to do that yeah i remember yeah. being like wow know how to drive yeah i was like is chris driving really aggressively and his car just can't respond is this no. like slamming the his the God, pedal down sucks. i can't tell and it's just also when i'm in first gear and i'm driving slowly like under five miles an hour and usually when i'm every fucking night when i'm pulling into my apartment's parking lot and i'm on like a 20 percent or 10 percent or more incline it just we were going back back to work and it did that and i didn't know it did that and i just went oh fuck is it what's going on <laughs> It's really bad. He had no reaction. It, no. Oh, man. He just, just kept driving. And I was yeah. like, why the fuck is it shaking? <laughs> Did they use the term CVT at all when they were talking to you about yes, the transmission? that is definitely a term that, that I've that, heard a lot. That's the type of transmission you have. So what is it, that? It, it's a continuous variable transmission. Yep, that's the one. Um, yeah, I, I'm on the fence on what to think about those. Um, I don't like them. Yeah, obviously, with the experience you got, a lot of new cars are using these transmissions. Oh, really? They, in theory, are much simpler because they're basically just using like this metal band, and there's an input and an output shaft, and it like changes the the diameter of of where that band is to mm-hmm. just change the uh, the gear ratio. Yeah, and they they make it the the funny part about those transmissions is that they don't need to like have this shift feel like you know that that yeah. shift feel that that doesn't have to happen that's something people wanted a mm. cv when cvts came out you hit you mash the gas it goes up to an rpm and just stays there but you accelerate interesting yeah that's that's it, it keeps yes because okay. the, the, the ratios keep changing as your speed increases interesting um that's so it's not really like first fourth fifth it's simulated. Interesting. So that's what's failing in your in your yeah. transmission is it how sucks. it simulates. <laughs> it's it's failing. The, the part that's failing. It's it's ironic that it is it is only happening because people wanted it to be that way. Yeah, it, cool. It's not Thanks, supposed people. to be that way. Yeah, you could thank the the masses. I'm for that. like so salty yeah. about this. <laughs> Luckily, uh, it hasn't happened in like a year. Oh, I got it. I got it replaced four times in a year. You've had your transmission replaced four times. Yeah, because the first time and the second time, I think they're like, "Oh, it's this part that's missing, and we'll replace the clutch for you." And it just happened again. I didn't have my whole transmission replaced four times. I think the last two. Okay, I'm like, it's still doing it. Please replace the whole thing. It's under warranty and part of this like recall. You're doing the whole thing. And they're like, okay. And then it started happening. I'm like, you're not wasting my time doing it one. And then, oh, we'll try this one. Like, I was totally that customer. I'm like, whole thing again, please. Yeah. And then it hasn't well, happened Understandably like so. But I mean, I'm sure like, no, you go ahead, Dubs. <laughs> I'm trying to imagine you in a Ford dealership 
with the Fiesta with a transmission that's already been replaced once and it's still doing it. Just like I was trying to imagine the things you would say to them. Just you, you've seen me get passionate before, right? I've seen you get passionate. Yeah, I would be I would be passionate. Would you even go to a dealership if that was the case? I might drive it through the the showroom window. Yeah. <laughs> Just, it has to be even more infuriating, infuriating because you've like, you've worked on transmissions. Yeah. Right. Like, like you, you're, you're in the guts of a car more. Than I, I can understand people. a lot more about what's actually happening. Exactly. Yeah. And then if you catch them bullshitting you, like yeah, you're probably trying that to yeah. that's what, I've, I've only taken any, any of my cars <laughs> to the dealership once just to have recall work done. Okay. Yeah. And they still tried to make me feel like an idiot. Do you even tell them like, I work on cars or yeah. do you just well let them let them ride i don't i don't even bother explaining that because i don't want to come off as like you know like a snob or anything like right. that. yeah like oh this guy knows what he's talking pull about the, pull the ron swanson walk into the lows oh like, i know more than you. <laughs> can i help you with anything i know more than you <laughs> <laughs> oh so good <laughs> yeah um yeah that was part of my thing i didn't i didn't know shit i so i was just frustrated i'm like you're lying to me. Yeah. It's like, I just want this to work. Yeah. Just make it work. Please. <laughs> it hurts when I come home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm so done with that car. Um, reason it's lime green, by the way, not because it's exotic or cool or because it was the last one they had. <laughs> I was going through. It was time for me to get a new car because uh, we had an old like 2001 Civic that like shit the bed. Um, and I was going through car something dot com. Uh, CarMax or Carfax or something. And uh, I was just refreshing it every day. Top one that pops up. <laughs> Didn't even have a picture. It just said 2011 Ford Fiesta SE hatchback lime green. And I just nice. tilted the computer to show my dad. I'm like, should I get this lime green? He's like, if you want to be an idiot. And I'm like, fuck you. I won't be an idiot. <laughs> and I was like, actually, add, add it has cart. <laughs> really good gas mileage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, blah, blah, blah. Used as like a, it was like a company car that they would like drive clients around. Why they chose a lime green one for a company car, I'll never know. But uh, I was like, let me go test drive it. And I test drove it. I'm like, I like it. <laughs> I'll take it. So it started with me spiting my dad for calling it stupid. <laughs> Nice. That's a great way to base out your decisions. Yeah, and yeah. I've learned from it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that that just goes back to the whole mechanical electrical thing that I, the opinion that I have. Yeah. But I like I like a manual transmission. Yeah. And I like it to be simple. It's. I just I, I I know I can fix it. Yeah. If something goes wrong. Well, here's another thing. I know you are a big proponent of Japanese cars. I love Japanese. Cars. Would you ever own an American car? Yeah, I would own an American car. The right one, Shelby. What's what's the right oh, one? Oh yeah, would you, oh, would you uh, own Shelby, Shelby? GT? I, I, my buddy has one of these actually. One really? of the brand new Mustang Shelby GT three fifties. Um, it's got this crazy V eight that revs to eighty two hundred RPM and has five hundred and something horsepower. Uh, he let me drive it too. It was one of the greatest experiences <laughs> of my life. <laughs> what well, made it so great? V eight is an eight cylinder engine where the engine looks like a V. Oh, I didn't know that. Thank and it's you. a flat <laughs> plane crank V eight. Now explain that. Yeah. So yeah. you know. <laughs> It's just balanced. Yeah. I, I, won't, I won't go into any more ex- explanation. That was a um, great cliff note. Yeah. It's, it's balanced. It's balanced it's better. Like, there's counter shafts that are in normal, non-flat plane crank V8s. This doesn't so that, have it. it doesn't, like, shake it yes, loose? Yes, exactly. Okay. okay. Yeah. I get it. I get it. But what was it that was so enthralling about this one? Because it was a 550 horsepower V8 that I revved up to 8,200 RPM. So what if you had a Japanese car that did that? That would be awesome, too. So is it just about the horsepower? No, it's it's about how the car makes you feel. Yeah, like 
it, like tingles. It just happens it to be that like a lot of the a lot of Japanese cars cared more about that. Mm. Okay. Okay. Like the 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 golden era, in my opinion, which is from 1990 to 19 to 2000. Yeah, Japanese cars were the Japanese best. Cars. Okay, okay. What car will you get for your next car? I'm gonna get a 2017 Subaru Impreza hatchback. That's a good call. That's a aggressive choice already. Uh, 2017 Japanese car of the year has all the features I want. Highly, highly, highly reviewed and better gas mileage than the car I'm getting. Wait, was and that looks cool? Was that the car of the year? Twenty and it comes in a stupid color, robin's egg blue. <laughs> oh, no, which one that is? That's not a bad looking color. I like yeah. it. Wait, wait. I would so, probably get like the metallic charcoal or something. Is that an actual uh, car of the year? Yeah, 2017 yeah. Japanese yeah. car of the year. They're good cars. Oh shit! Okay. Uh, it came out. They they introduced a new engine with that one that year. Uh, that they were. What was it? I was gonna say they they fixed the problems that with the engine that Dubs has. Oh, God. oh cool! Which is oh, piston rings. Yeah, yeah. and apparently oil consumption. Like, yeah, you did it. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. uh, they had to rebuild my engine. Oh wow! Sixty thousand miles from the ground up. They so, have a lot of terrible so, oil consumption. Yeah. So my yeah. first car ever was a two thousand and one Forest Green Impreza hatchback. I love that car. Beat the fuck out that car. Finally. The hood was bent, so it flopped when I was on the highway. So I was just nice. fighting the latch, and I was just like waiting for it to fly off and hit yep. the fucking windshield. And the exhaust was had a hole through it, and like the alignment was off. I mean, that was whatever. You, know, you, you could have kept it alignment. going. Everything you just mentioned, is I know, I know. Fixable. But you know what? You know what? I finally had money, and I was hitting. Oh, you know what it was that made me really consider? Because um, I was like, I'm gonna fucking ride this thing forever. And then when I took it to uh, an oil change, uh, this place in the town I grew up in. It, I still, it's still my favorite car place to go to for any kind of questions or fixing. Um, the guy goes, hey, man, just so you know, it's not happening now, but it's coming up. Your timing belt's going to go. Ooh. So I said, what's the timing belt? <laughs> and he said, uh, it's the thing that makes your engine go. And I said, oh. Sure. <laughs> so, I said, so I said, what happens when the timing belt goes? He goes, the engine stops. Your engine doesn't go. <laughs> so I said... <laughs> What happens if I'm driving and it goes? He goes, the car will stop. I said, like, instantly? He said, well, no, it's going to just roll roll, roll to stop, but you're going to stop moving forward like, <laughs> yeah. when well, the, you press the pedal down. Y- and I was like, no, really? That's a thing? He goes, yeah, that's technology for the past, like, I don't know, 80 years. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, like, new, new cars typically a have thing. a timing chain. Yes. Yeah. So I said, well, how much is it to fix? Because this is me, like, at... This is me like 2012, 2011. It's not like I was into cars or fixing things myself yeah. yet. He goes, uh, it's more than the car is worth at this point because it's my first. He's trying to rip you off. No, it was my first car ever. No, he doesn't sell cars. Yeah. It was my first car ever. And Is that what you're thinking? He's trying to sell you new Well, one. I mean, it is It is a job. I beat the shit out of that car. Like the fender's falling off. The it's, hood is cracked. Like it's not like in good shape. And it's he a was doable like, job. True. I've he, done. I've done timing belts. Oh, I'm sure it is. Yeah. But like, for it him, seems very simple. It depends on the engine. <laughs> the Subaru uh, Subarus are more difficult because they're in a flat configuration. The belt has is it's connected to the crankshaft, which is in the middle, and then it goes to both heads. Like so, the belt is mm. routed around one head, then goes to the other side. Oh wow! And it's basically the belt that turns the camshafts. So the engine transfers power. Yeah, the the, yeah. the crankshaft transfers that that uh, that rotation to the, oh, to, okay. the cr- to the camshafts, which opens your valves. Right. Okay. So, gotcha. that's, so he goes, "It's gonna be." I mean, he was like, "Dude, it's this car is from 2001. It's over 10 years old. You beat the fuck out of it. The front bumper's cracked on the middle. The hood is cracked. 
you have you need to redo your exhaust uh he's like it's rusting out on the bottom um bet yeah, your rims probably time and he was yeah, like he was like do you want to keep the car i said well i want i didn't want to buy a new one and he goes well then you can keep it but it's going to be a couple hundred dollars to fix the timing belt i was like couple hundred dollars I was like, yeah, like, was he recommending that you fix the time? No, he was recommending that I consider buying a new car. Okay. He was like, you should just think about the cost of a new car compared to this. But he was like, I'll do it. It's going to be like five to $800, but I can do it. And I said, holy. And I'm not like making great money. I'm working at a restaurant. I'm like, what? That's a fuck ton of money. So I was like, fuck. I don't, it was more of, I don't want to go through the experience of my timing belt snapping while I'm driving. And yeah. then my day's ruined. And then the car's in the shop. I got to get towed. It's like, I know a day of inconvenience is ahead of me. And I know a large payment is ahead of me for a repair. Yeah. Or even proactively fixing it. Why don't I just look into what it costs for a new car? And then I was looking at used cars. Like used Subarus, which I never knew Subarus were valuable. Because mm-hmm. I bought a... They are. I bought a $10,000 2001 Subaru. And I beat the fuck out of it. I it was like forty thousand miles that I bought it at, and then I, I ended up uh, getting rid of it at around one hundred and twenty-five. I want to say you didn't lose that much money, huh? No. Yeah, they hold their value, I think, better than most cars. Yeah, most other um, cars. I actually gave it to somebody in my family, and they just fixed it up. Yeah, and they were like, "Oh, we we know somebody at a junkyard. We can get parts," and they cool. just like fixed it up. And I, I think it's still running to this day. Last I checked, but I. I remember thinking, I'll just get a used car. Used Subarus are fucking expensive. I was like, holy shit, $25,000 for like a four-year-old used Subaru? Mm-hmm. I was like, what? why am I paying $30,000 for two-year-old Subaru? Why? Like, what? And then I saw like the model I have, brand new, and they're like, oh, yeah, it's $18,000 because there's nothing inside this car. <laughs> I was like, oh. It's basically got roll, roll windows, right? Uh, no, it's got power windows. Oh, it's, it's got, got power, power windows. windows. And I was like, oh. Oh, it's cruise control that was missing. No cruise control. Yeah, no, no, cruise control. control. No, wow. no, that's too fancy. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm having this fucking car. This is so cheap. It's cheaper than the used cars I'm looking at. Cool. So I did that. But, uh, yeah, I don't know what started the story. What was I talking about? Fuck. I was going to, I had a big point I was going to make about cars. I think it was about putting money into old cars as opposed to buying a new one. Oh, right right with the timing belt um oh no no this was off of the engine my engine so anyways fast forward i have this car they sold me on it oh it's they were like why are you looking at a new car and i was like oh i don't the timing belt i'm worried They're like oh we have time and chains now it's oh, 2000, yeah. 2012 they got you with the chains yeah and i was like Ooh, what happens with the chain They're like it doesn't break i was like oh, i don't have to replace it it's not it's not a known breaking thing they're like Unless you fuck up your engine, like yeah. they can stretch, they can stretch, yeah. But yeah. they were like, no, it's not going to snap on you like a belt will. No, I was like, won't. okay, cool. And they were like, oil changes are also like every seven thousand miles. And I was like, wow, that's wow. way less time I had to spend getting that done. I mean, so, that's more of like the type of oil and filter you use than anything. Like, I think it's zero W twenty. Well, I mean, not that, but there's like extended life. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. anyways, <clears throat> I'm like two years into this car, and all of a sudden my light comes on. I'm like, what? Check engine. Uh, no, my oil. Okay. I was like, oh, my oil light's on. Well, that's weird. I'm only like 2,000 miles into my uh, most recent change. Run in, they're like, oh, we'll top it off. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> and then fast forward to f- like just a few months, light comes on again. I was like, what? Nice. I go back. It just boop, 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 boop. Third time, I go, hey, guys, um, this light keeps coming on. And at the time, I, I started doing mechanic, I started doing like uh, technical stuff. So I was like, can you guys help me out and just tell me if it's electrical or if it's mechanical? Because that will help me isolate this a lot because I'm tired of carrying jugs of oil in my trunk to yeah. fill it up. 
So they didn't really say anything, but they said, okay, we'll look into it. And they took it in. They came out. They're like, oh, everything's fine. Just We just topped it off. I was like, okay. So I started documenting when it went off. So I took pictures of my odometer and the oil light when it came on. Mm-hmm. So I had documentation. Mm-hmm. And it happened when I was driving in Canada. They just changed it before I went on the Canada. Like the what? day before I left for Canada. Because I drive to Canada. Yeah. They changed it. And I said, good thing I just got my oil changed. No way my light will go off because I'm driving to Canada now. Yeah. And I just had it changed. Nope. Second day up there. Boop. It goes on. So I take a picture and I'm fucking pissed. It's like <laughs> 9, 30, 10 o'clock at night in a Canadian winter. And I'm on the side of the road dripping oil into my fucking engine. And I was like, these motherfuckers. <laughs> so I get home. I drive to that dealership. <clears throat> and I say, so I want you to tell me something. Is there a known issue with oil consumption for my model Subaru? And they go, well, you know, there's really nothing. And I go, here's a picture of, because I was just here five days ago. Here's a picture of this oil light going off again at this mileage. And then the the person goes, she goes, okay, we'll take it in and we'll enroll you into a, there might be like this inspection that's going on within the company for these model cars for oil consumption. She was like, oh, okay, that's great. That's real convenient. <laughs> and then sure enough, like within a day, they get back to me. They're like, yeah, your car's failing. We need to replace your engine. It's going to take a week. So, okay. Was cool. it covered? Oh, yeah, yeah. They were like, yeah. just leave it with us. We'll give you a loaner. Cool. So, okay, cool. Thanks for just sticking up for it. And they did. Yeah. Um, I mean, you like shoved evidence in yeah. under there's, them. Pro- there's probably a certain criteria that has yeah, to happen. I mean, that's customer what they has said. to explicitly ask. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The customer has to threaten. No, yeah. but that's what they said. They actually said, no, we we actually needed, I think it was like eight events. Oh, wow. You, they needed a certain amount of events to qualify because they rebuild your fucking engine. Like, yeah. it's not like they just like, whoop, these little things. Like, I got the part list and I was like, Jesus Christ. And it's I like showed my VS receipt. Yeah. And I, sh- <laughs> I showed, I showed my, uh, my friend, uh, one of my roommates, and he was like, oh, cool. So they just, holy shit, they literally rebuilt your engine. Nice. I was like, I don't know what any of these parts are. He was like, it's your engine. <laughs> that was like one of my favorite things at Apple when we would get like a computer back from the repair center and be like, oh, so yeah. what they do? It's like, <laughs> they didn't replace your bottom case. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> they did everything else. Yeah. You have a new computer. That's basically what that was. There, I was like, did you guys replace the O-rings? And they're like, we replaced your engine. We just rebuilt it. There's with a lot parts. of O-rings on that engine. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, Jesus, because... This tab, I'm glad I'm not paying this tab. It was like $2,700. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, holy shit, I'm glad I didn't pay for this. I'm like, yeah, you should be fine. It's been fine since. But Nice. But yeah, I didn't know that was a thing. But another thing I didn't know after looking into cars and stuff, I didn't know Toyotas were known to rust. Some of them, the the trucks. The trucks, yeah. I didn't know because everybody talks about Tacomas being like the best pickup for... Oh, no. Drive by a Toyota Toyota deal. You'll see like nine frames sitting outside. They're all rusted out. Yeah. Because hmm. they, they just replaced the, the frames under a quality program. Hmm. Oh. Fucking terrifying. Cars. Cars. I mean, <laughs> cars like everything. I mean, look at the... What is it? The 08 MacBook Pro, the one with the, the little ribbon cable, the hard drive yeah. cable. Oh, God. It rubs up against the bottom case. That was <laughs> yeah. 2012. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cars. It's midnight. Happy oh, Saturday. Wow. Yeah. It's been a while. Time yeah. flies by. We're talking about wings and cars, and that was a that was very enlightening for me. <laughs> yeah, right, right. So, so maybe you'll get into this. Oh, by the way, where can people catch your shit? Oh, YouTube, YouTube, YouTube.com slash the slip angle, or even just search the slip angle. YouTube has that function. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Search function. Yeah. Sorry, I'm tired now. No, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, I'm even I'm, less articulate than I usually am. Not. Wait, does that make sense? <laughs> 
Uh, everybody I'm should check it out. Yeah, everybody should check out this lip angle. Are you somewhat interested? I, this goal wasn't to talk about. I mean, I, I, like I said, I'm getting into cars now, but yeah. like, I didn't know if you ever had an interest. I might appreciate more. Yeah. If you see, um, it's it's actually a really great like when he he's releasing a story about how how he got his property. It's an unbelievable property. His garage is like every car enthusiast dream garage and he's nice. got it filled with cars or like it's it's unreal um but he is he's not some rich asshole who just was able to buy this like crazy property he worked his ass off to get this property nice. and and I, I you know he's a great guy really awesome. really really good guy he's got good I wanna, attitude i want to say my actual favorite videos right now are not the driving and like the track videos it's actually the garage videos when you guys are doing stuff. Yeah, I'm, and we're that's what we're doing. We're doing a lot more of that this winter. Yeah, we're actually going to tear apart the suspension in my car. That's so cool because yeah. I because yeah. nobody knows that, and I've never fucking seen. So like, what was it? Like, uh, I forget the guy's name, but he has that really nice uh, STI. Oh, that's Ryan Sear. Yeah, yeah, and he fixed something for his speedometer. Was it or yeah, yeah, yeah. We, me and him we did that speedo sensor. The speedo did, sensor. Yeah. A never thought that was a fucking part. But B, it was so cool to be like, that's where that fucking lives. Like, yep. that's all it is. You just reach in. You got to, like, unscrew this and unplug that. And then, boop. Yep. Like, you saw we found it was broken. Yeah, you had to yep. get the the magnet and, like, yep. go in there and fish it out. It's like, oh, here's a little metal nice. clip. Here's the new one. And then just, boop. And then, in. like, dealers can charge you a lot of money, even for jobs that easily. Yeah. That but, easy. Yep. And it's super cool. Or in, like, the uh, the washer one. What was it? The thrust oh, the washer? thrust washer, yeah. That, I never thought about that. Another thing that I never really appreciated until I started watching their videos was like the minute, like I remember thinking a thrust washer, like, okay, I know what a washer is. So I'm assuming it's like this thing that needs to, it's like this big block thing. It's like a half moon. It's like, so it's like literally this thin and they're like, (laughs) oh yeah, that's off. I was like, how the fuck do they know that's off? And like, you think like like 10 thousands. Yeah. They showed it. They, but they showed it and they're like, this is clearly you can, and they like jigged it. They like yeah they, the crank it was it's called crank walk it's when the crank is like uh like moving back and forth like yeah. a little too much yeah which like, can wear out your piston rings because when you think about that that's moving the piston over to one side or the other right mm-hmm. right yeah but I didn't know how the fuck they can measure that but then you see it and yeah. then you see it when they fix it and it's like oh that's awesome it looks yeah. so much better now that it's fixed that's cool and I'm just like oh that's good they fixed it and I'm like I have no clue what the fuck this thing is <laughs> like. <laughs> But I like, but I saw what it looked like when it was wrong, and then I saw what it looked like when it was right, and I was like, "Oh, that's a giant, non, yep. that's non ambiguously different. It's literally you can see, yeah, that's something's wrong with that. To, oh, that looks nice and smooth and efficient, and like that's how it should be operating. That's cool. Yeah, so it's really so cool. Funny. Yeah. So, anyways, everybody check out the slip bangle on YouTube. Cool videos, especially over the winter if you want to learn about cars. But uh, I have one last question. Go ahead. Do you think they were pissed when doctors changed the name of STD to STI? I think Subaru people were pissed. Yeah. <laughs> Did <was> they? <laughs> okay. Yeah, STDs are called STIs now, like the car. And that's what yeah. I think of every time I see an STI. <laughs> Just gonorrhea. <laughs> okay, bye. Okay, goodbye. <laughs>